Hi and welcome to Rebecca Wendy, um, A Crazy Life. Now, I have been doing a lot of contemplation this week. Oh my goodness. And I firstly, I would like to say that if you want to get in contact with, um, with myself, uh, I have an email that you can get in contact with me. Uh, which is the large family around the world at gmail.com. Let me say that again. It is the large family around the world at gmail.com. And send me emails, send me um, stories of your own um, mess ups, things that you, you know, you can send me things that you don't necessarily want to tell other people, but. And if, you, if you're happy for me to share stories, your stories are on here, I'm absolutely happy to, to do it. But if you don't want to and you just want to start practicing, um, releasing some of the things that you find shameful and actually uh, it, it, you may find that it's um, relieving to, to release that, I'm, just email me. I'll, I'll, um, I'll be happy to read them and I'll respond to everyone. Now, this week, contemplation. Oh, my goodness. I realized that I am going through this situation and I'm bringing all of you along with me. So it's not like I'm taking it from a an outside perspective, having years to look back on it. As I'm going through my separation, my divorce, um, learning to make things funny for myself and the stuff up that I make, you're all along with me with it and I can just see myself in like three or four years maybe five years looking back or listening back to this podcast and going oh my goodness I cannot believe I told people that or I told I told the world the things are going on what am I doing um but I part of it is is it, it's being for me being able to talk through the process and being able to talk openly don't get me wrong I do therapy as well but it's also being able to talk through it so that if anyone else is going through this process or going through or even in a situation where they know that something's not right and they can't figure out what it is um then maybe hearing some of my stories can help them recover that aspect of themselves or all go hang on a second that's where I am I thought that I thought that was just how relationships work now I also know that not all of you have my upbringing like uh, you didn't necessarily grow up in a severe religious cult where you weren't allowed to do anything Alice and you married your first boyfriend that's just the craziness of my life but some of you actually may be able to um, relate but I, I'm assuming a lot of people don't and and then there's the the going through this process and knowing that I am getting stuck in places and I don't know whether you're getting annoyed I'm getting annoyed at myself for for not knowing how to move more um and sort of being stuck mentally in places and you guys are along with me and I hope you're not yelling at your phones or whatever you're listening to me on um because that would be interesting um 
yeah, having this, uh, having you along with me and seeing the, the ups and downs, um, I haven't made this into a video yet. So I know a lot of podcasts are now video, like you can watch them on YouTube and I haven't done that yet, purely because I don't often have a place. Like I said, I'm, I am sleeping in the lounge room on so in my, um, what would you call it? Yeah, you call it a lounge room or um, the, the, where you have your couch and I've got couches pushed together and that's my bed and that's what I sleep on because my I need to give my daughter the room so she was safer because I felt a little bit unsafe for her being so exposed in the lounge room, which I shouldn't have to feel but I did feel and so I've put myself in a situation where I don't have a space I don't have a personal space where I can be and I can put my stuff and I can just you know I, I actually don't have a space I can't say that any room in the house is mine because there isn't one and so I don't have a room in my house not even a closet that's mine that I can hide in there and make videos so which is why I haven't done it yet I could potentially do it from my car, which is where I'm sitting now. But I guarantee you I will be interrupted at some point. So there will be a pause or a something in here because I will be interrupted. Um, um, and that's just, just part of the process. Now, the going through the ups and downs, the last little bit I have felt, the only way I can describe it, is some days it kind of feels like I've been punched in the gut but then it's not just the punch in the gut because you can sort of go oh that hurts and then you can sort of be sore and get on with it but this kind of feels like there's an anchor attached to me and I'm dragging it and so my body feels I mean I'm already heavy but my body feels so heavy my mind feels so heavy that trying to get things done is um trying to get things done is really difficult and because I'm in a situation so I've oh the the, the stupidness of the situation which is what makes this situation hugely funny um, when you look at it from the perspective that I am, you know, I, my, I, I asked my husband to leave in January. Yeah, as uh, when this podcast comes out, it's going to be November of 23. And I asked him to move out January of 23. And um, <clears throat> once I, uh, in asking him to move out, he then, instead of, what I thought he would do in my mind what what a husband or a, a man should have done was to do that and prove on what a good dad they could be and and things like that and of course my ex my husband he's technically still my husband literally became a massive baby he turned into he had a he chucked a physical tantrum threw himself on the ground um 
kicked his legs around and, and stuff when the count, like we had the council woman, when our dog got out, he, when anything would get hard, he would pretty much chuck a tantrum and he completely dismisses what I say. So he was burning some things in our fire um, because we live rurally, we've got a wood fire um, and he was burning some things in the fire and some of the things he was putting in do not burn. They were aluminium and I asked him to stop doing it while he was doing it and he shrugged and turned away and continued to do it. It's complete dismissal. Um, so he become a massive baby. He kept asking me for, can you get me cordial and can we get me this in shopping? Cause he would not buy anything. And I, I, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that it was, he was, that noise is just my car radio. Um, I couldn't believe that he had become such a, a, a an infant and that was just, I, I mean, I, of all the things I've told you, um, it's probably not surprising, but I didn't see it until that point. And it was like, wow, okay. But because of, you know, they have all these domestic abuse laws and though they've got um, laws for, you know, emotional abuse and financial abuse and all that kind of stuff, um when it when it actually comes down to calling the police and saying look this this is what's going on they can't do anything because there's no physical abuse and this is where i find this very very frustrating because there is no physical abuse but there's so many other things that that you know and you just go this is this is ridiculous and it actually come back to me this week how what what caused me first what caused me first to call a domestic help hotline and i couldn't and i was i knew where it had happened where i'd called them but i couldn't remember the exact thing and then i was um laying in bed one night and i was just um dozing off you know that time where you're about to go to sleep and the the thing came back to me and I went, oh that was right what it was is we were living in a bus we were traveling around in a bus and the bus is um it's one of those buses that is air conditioned it has no opening side windows and so it has opening hatches at the top but no opening side windows because everything was done with the air conditioner now because i have a you know my ex had a habit of keeping us in a state of absolute poverty um, we were never going to run the air conditioner because the batteries, we didn't have enough battery power. We didn't have enough, you know, you name it. We didn't have enough of it. Um, so we would, we never used the air conditioner. And so the place got really hot, like, and we were up in the tropics. So it got very hot. And he talked about putting fans in over the kids' bunks and in our room and what he did is he put a fan in our room which was fantastic and then he didn't put fans in the kids rooms and over the summers they would swelter it was just so darn hot and he kept talking about it and kept talking about it and so I had had enough of them suffering through hot winters 
I mean hot summers and even if the winters for us were hot because we come from um, the south you know that the southern Australia and it was that the winters are cold the winters were actually hot for us so that was like our summer and the summers were just diabolically hot uh, and the kids really struggled with the heat especially at night and he talked about putting fans in and so I'd had enough we had moved into sort of more central northern Australia um, up in Queensland and and it was it was so hot it was so stinking hot and I said oh, look I'm just gonna put a window in and I he said that's a great idea we'll put a window in our room and I said no we're not gonna put a window in our room you know if we put a window in our room the kids need it more than us we can put a window in the kids room and he said yeah well we'll put one in our room first and then we'll get to the kids room and I said no the kids need it first and because I, I knew if he put a window in our room that would benefit him and me but then no window would be put in the kids room at all nothing um and i knew that was going to happen so i started to organize to put a window in but because i wasn't the one that was allowed to go out and i wasn't the one that was allowed to manage the money um i needed a hinge for the window that i had put in there was already a solar panel in one, where one of the windows was and i was going to make it hinge out so that they could open it up for the windows because the bunks were so darn hot. Um, and I, I, told, I didn't tell him what it was for, but I told him I needed a hinge. He wanted to know what it was for. I said, look, it's just for a little project I'm doing. I need, I need you to get me this and I need it to hold this much weight. And I did the research myself on what kind of hinge I needed. And I said, look, I need you to get this hinge for me. And it had to hold weight because it had to hold a whole solar panel and it had to, it had to be screwed into metal. And you know, I had, I had that all organized and he bought home, he bought home a toy box hinge. And he said to me that he didn't have it available. Now I can look it up online and I know it's available at the store that he went to. So he just complete, he bought me a toy box hinge. Now that was absolutely, uh, that's when I realized this is, this is wrong. He is allowing the kids to suffer majorly. Um, they are overheating and he is not even allowing, he's not doing anything about it. And he's not allowing any, me to do anything about it. And it's not like he didn't have fans to put in to the kids' beds. He had at least two of them and he just never put them in. Um, and he, so that's, when that happened, the very next day I went out and I called domestic abuse. I went, is this something, is this a thing? He was controlling everything and saying that things weren't there. Is this a thing? Now, at this point, I didn't realize the infantile behavior. I realized the controlling behavior. The infantile behavior seems to come out once I've, once I've taken control. And he, once I've taken control, he's acted like he is incapable of doing anything. Um, and so he won't even work. Like he, 
he won't even put his kids first to make money. He, he, he won't even do it. Like he won't, he won't make money enough to buy groceries for the kids. And he goes to charities and he gets like food bank, free food bank hands out, handouts. And he says, oh, this is what I've bought. And he hasn't bought it. He's been given it. And they're things that we just don't eat. We just don't, we, we just don't. Um, and it's, it's that kind of behavior. He, he has gone out of his way. And there's lots of times recently, like um, just the other day, I was out because, where was I? I had to go, oh, that's right, I had to take my son to the dentist. And my daughter was home. And so my older, my, my 16-year-old and my 17-year-old were home. And I did ask my 16-year-old, can you just clean out the fridge while I'm gone? And she said, yeah, that's fine. And what she was doing is my 17-year-old had put on some laundry and he asked his dad, you know, do you have any laundry? Um, and his dad said, yes, I'll get it in a minute. And he's, the 17-year-old was doing laundry, which is great because they're both great like that. And the 16-year-old, she'd cleaned out the fridge. And once she cleaned, after she cleaned out the fridge, she cleaned the bench and then she cleaned the kitchen and then she started on the floor. And then he complained that something wasn't done right and she just burst into tears because she was so busy and she was so tired and I didn't ask her to do any of that she was doing that all on her own and she was so tired and she was he was just not doing a simple thing like going to get his clothes and he she was just beyond herself and she just burst into tears and she didn't know what to do um and and then their dad was getting annoyed that they were he they were pushing him and and they said but he sat on the couch for four hours five hours on his phone and didn't get up even to get his clothes and they were both so annoyed that he wouldn't do anything um that that they were beyond themselves and this also is it's controlling and it's abusive but I can't this is where the system is screwed because I can't go to go to people like that I can't go to the police and then go look he has to be removed out of the house he is hurting other people because they're like well there's no physical marks he hasn't he hasn't physically hurt anyone but it's emotional hurt it's huge emotional hurt so that's where the system screwed so um i was trying to find a way to make that funny and i just i don't know how to it's just so messed up so here's me and then and then i have times where i feel like i'm dragging an anchor so i feel like i could have done so much and i just feel like i've been hit like I've been punched but almost like an anchor has been put on me and I'm dragging it around and it's like it's trying to dig into the earth as I'm pulling and I'm just it it, it seems so hard to get things done and it's emotionally difficult too because I gotta I've been calling a lot of legal aspects um different people and organizing different things and it's so difficult to get everything done and 
organize everything and then have to go through the emotional ups and downs and the lies that happen and the you know having to deal with the crap and like I said we're really cordial to each other but the lies have now just become so big that he'll lie about simple things like going to pick the kids up from work because they need picking up you know he said that to me the other day I've got to go pick up the kids they need picking up today and I went okay but it sounded odd and his behavior he he's he's so obvious when he lies and I called the kids and said oh do you guys need picking up and and they asked their boss when they were right there and she said no 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 I'll drop you off and I said well your dad's just said that you need picking up and he's come picking you up and they've gone no 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 he doesn't need to come because they know what he's going to do he's going to have his free coffee and he's going to talk for ages but he doesn't say look I want to go pick up the kids or I want to go have a coffee or I want he makes up a story that they need to be and they don't and I know that's probably you're probably going out that shitty little stuff but it's one thing on top of another on top of another and oh so side note do you know I have done like three or four podcasts I haven't said the word fuck once like I've said this this podcast has said it's got explicit language in it you know it I haven't said the word fuck I haven't said the word shit I haven't said the word cunt um so I thought that maybe this is the time to say he's a fucking shitty cunt just to say that the explicit part is actually true that I am I am putting this the swearing in there just so that you know that I am putting the the intense language in there that I'm not making it up I didn't just say it to make it look like it's a it's a cool thing without the fuck words I'm sorry there haven't been more fuck words I will make sure I add more in to make things a little more explicit <laughs> um yeah I couldn't believe that the other day it's like I got off the the other podcast and went I didn't say fuck once I think that's like three weeks in a row and that's yeah it's it's not it's not great okay so this is this is what I mean you guys are, are with me along the journey and the journey is not always great and I hope that this isn't cringeworthy and I really hope that going along this journey and being able to laugh at myself and being able to make comedy out of life's shittiness is uh, something that helps people the yesterday I was I had to drop my no my son needed something he was making dinner for everyone now he's only 14 and he's about to start his chef's apprenticeship so he's still liking cooking at home and he in starting his chef's apprenticeship <coughs> excuse me <coughs> he was making everyone dinner and he forgot an ingredient and he asked me to take him down the street and my um my ex had just got back and he said um I, the look on his face as he said can i go down the street i knew the look on his face is something's not right he's like oh and it was the 
sort of the panic look and I went okay what's going on and I didn't say that out loud but I, I took note of it and then he said oh look uh, have you got money for fuel there's there's it's a bit low it's like okay um and I got in the car because it's one of the newer ones that have like a digital display told me I had 20k's left now I live rurally now 20k's I know is an average it's not like exact and I live rurally and so I have to travel a little bit to get to anywhere 20k's I had it was like oh you've got to be kidding me 20k's will barely get me down to the shop down to the service station and I have to admit that annoys me because it's not the fact that he's even coming home with a quarter of a tank or it's low he's coming home with barely enough fuel to go anywhere and it's like what, what am I supposed to do walk and get fuel like am I I don't think you're gonna walk and get fuel um and he'll probably ask the say to the kids to walk and get fuel um you the, the, being so low is ridiculous I don't know how you would drive home like when you when you see it come up like it dings when it's got 100k's to go and it dings at you as you keep driving it dings at you every you know <coughs> five minutes or something when you're getting low when, when you're driving home and you've got you know he must have started driving home on 50k's to go no, it would have been more than that, but there was almost nothing left. I mean, nothing left. It's like you're running off fumes. I don't, I don't know how you would drive home and be okay with that because that would freak me absolutely out. Like, I wouldn't be able to get home. Um, I don't know how you do that, but, yeah. It, it's, it's, it is, yeah, it's just one of those things. And I, I, I want to thank you all. I know I'm a bit everywhere. So my brain works and it jumps around. So it starts something and then it jumps to something else and then it comes back. And I've really got to keep it on track if I want to keep a sentence going on in one direction because it jumps around like crazy. Um, so if you can follow me, that's great. And if you can't, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Just, that's my brain. I'm the crazy one. Um... Yeah, so it's, I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast, for following me along in this journey. And I hope somewhere along the line it helps or at least gives you a little bit of laugh or it, it, it does something for you. And I, I'm going to leave it there today. Um, I will... I will be back next week for more hilarity or cringeworthiness. Oh, oh. And, um, yeah, just talk about more crazy stuff that had gone on. And, and uh, I look forward to, and email me. Remember, it is the large family around the world at gmail.com. Email me your stories or your questions or your comments. Um, and I look forward to hearing from, from you. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.
Welcome to Rebecca Wendy podcast, and it contains strong language and adult themes.